Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Happy Friday. We made it to Friday. Welcome to episode, I don't know, 177 of our show for Friday, October 8th, 2021. Super exciting. I'm very relieved to have made it to Friday. This, uh, we don't know if this is going to be my last uh, live stream on Reddit or at least in distance socializing. We don't know. I'm an idiot. There's a pre-story of a story before the story. We'll see how that goes. But today's going to be a unique show in terms of timing. More will be revealed, I think. Uh, we're going to do mailbag early, but I wanted to tell just a quick story to get your guys' thoughts. Uh, because so, sometimes things happen in life, and then if you don't, if I don't get it out here on the show, it's just going to fade away into the ether, and I'll forget it ever happened. So here's the deal. I'm driving around town yesterday, just nondescript. I was in a, I was in a littleish town. I generally live near a bigish town, but I was kind of in a littleish town. Not that it matters. Driving around. Now, have you ever been driving, and you see someone you know, right, coming the other way? It's like, oh, there's Aunt Marge, and then you. Like you start waving, like you make eye contact, you start waving like, oh, oh, like maybe you haven't seen her in two months and there she is and oh, hello, hello. And then you hope to make contact and you'll have a little moment, right? Well, I was in this little town. I was actually at a uh, stop sign. It was, I was at like a four-way stop and here comes this car my way turning right across me and there I go with that, with the Aunt Marge routine. When you see, when you recognize someone, I light up. I'm waving, right? You guys can see. You guys on Reddit can see my face right now. I'm, I'm smiling. I'm, uh, you know, hello, hello. As she drives by, and we did make eye contact. But here's the deal. I didn't know who this person was. <laughs> and not only that, there was never a point in this interaction where I felt like, you know, that might be so-and-so. That might be, uh, you know, Betty from the tennis club. Yeah, nothing. That never happened. My body, was, it was like an out-of-body experience. I sort of like spiritually got to look at myself I was flagging down this lady driving by for no apparent, like, and while it was happening, I thought, what the fuck is going on? Who is, I don't know this person, but I, it was, I was out of control. I, please, after that, ha I was so kind of upset because what was that? Is this 5G? Did some sort of, is, am I remote controlled? Is it nanobots? Is it uh, Alzheimer's? Like what the hell is going on? Out of nowhere, for no reason, there was never a moment where I, I was like, I think I know that person. No, no, I just started doing the routine, the Aunt Marge routine. Hello, hello, I hope you notice me, big smile. I don't get it. God, God love you, Georgie. Georgie says, I think we've all done that. Georgie, if only you were on the phone and we could talk about that. Wait a minute, you are on the phone. Georgie, what is that? Hey. You, you, 
You've done that before. You've done that before, dear. I totally have done that before. I think it's like something just triggers the whole, hey, be friendly. And you're like, hey. And and then you're like, what the hell did I just do? Unbelievable. It it was very, I was, it was very upsetting. I mean, and kind of funny at the same time. But for me that, I mean, I've had lapses. I'll tell you what's happened before. The thing that's happened to me is like, I'll have these little moments where it's like, oh my God, where am I? And where, what, where am I headed? What am I doing? Usually it's in the car. I'll be totally lost in thought. And then I'll just be, be like, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going and why I'm going this way. And then I'll just gather myself and it'll be over. But this thing with interacting with some person I don't know and waving, <laughs> waving her down, that was a weird one. So whatever. Content for the show. Mammy says, I did it once at work, actually. Did you really? I did it once at work. A guy, and I don't need, and again, I don't know what it was. Like, I got out of the elevator and I saw somebody who was like, Hey, good morning. How are you today? And he was like, Fine. Hey. And then, like, that started a thing. And now we always say hi to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, ni- that's a nice ending to the story. Yeah. That makes me feel better, Georgie. Anyway, it's uh, it's great to uh, it's great to have you. It's great to have you on the phone as always. It's a nice. We've sort of loosely had this Friday tradition, so it's really nice yeah. to have you on. But what, so you and I decided before the fact, let's do uh, let's do mailbag early, so that uh, we can have Georgie girl on to also give you time to do your PT and whatever else you have to do. Um, so are you ready? Are you ready to tear into it, dear? Let's do the mailbag. Okay. Real quick, let's say good morning to the award-winning Harry uh, Harry from the award-winning Gamers Watch. Um, okay, first letter, dear. Here we go. Dear Tony, existential question. Do you think it's possible to find true love, like the kind of love where each person feels totally lucky to be in the relationship? If it's possible, it's certainly not the norm. My marriage of 14 years ended in January, and I just find myself wondering if I will ever have truly had a loving relationship by the end of my life. Do you know any couples who seem to fit this, quote, true love, unquote, storybook frame? This is from Kristen B. from Tennessee. That rhymes. Well, as luck would have it, Kristen, I'm going to go for I feel like I'm talking to one right now. Georgie and yeah, Dan- I just Georgie raised my Danny. hand. I was like, that's me. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're living proof. I think I've said it to you before on the show, Georgie. Really, like the two couples that right away come to mind, you and Danny, and then one of my money pennies, Tyra, who I just saw the other day to collect my mail, uh, Tyra and um, and her husband, Adam. Storybook. You guys are the storybook couples. Now, Tyra and her husband, they play D&D together. Nice. Yeah. And nice. Uh, and you and Danny play Scrabble together. Maybe there's something about game playing. But anyway, do you do you feel like how attainable is this true love to the average person, do you think? I think it is attainable. Um, I just think... Uh, I think sometimes it comes in an unexpected form. Um... Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't call 
my love story with Danny a storybook, right? Because Lord knows we've had our ups and downs, but it is true love. And, you know, if nothing else, it's evidenced by, you know, him driving to, you know, driving 45 minutes each way to see me every day that he can and sitting by my bedside as I was languishing in the hospital. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it happens. Um, but storybook, you know, I don't think that everybody or anybody's life is going to be all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, totally agreed. I, I mean, and I think that's the key. You know, I think in a lot of ways too, like if I, now that I think about it, I would say I would put my parents in that, in that thing. My parents were devoted to each other and it was a beautiful relationship, but that doesn't mean it was always perfect. I mean, I think there's, yeah, that's the thing. And I also like what you said, Georgie, about it's, it's like, sometimes it's unexpected. So I think for Kristen B from Tennessee, it's like, I have this feeling it's not like something you can just, in a calculated fashion, just be like, oh, I'm going to find the love of my life this year. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh, uh, let's say good morning to Pokey Go, who's in Australia. It's nighttime and Friday. Oh, man, it's party time. It's party time oh, for wow. Pokey Go. It's party time, except for the part of being in Australia. I don't mean that disparagingly. I love that's another place that I've wanted to visit all the time. But it's like it seems like there's a little bit of bad news coming out of Australia. Oh, I also wanted to acknowledge Mammy is uh, is also saying she has one of those uh, storybook relationships with Excellent. her. Yeah, which is just lovely. I love it when nice things happen to nice people you know yeah that that's another commonality if you think about it okay obviously you're a total sweetheart georgie heart of gold um i've talked a little bit finally about tyra the money penny the other day she's one of the sweetest most deserving people i've ever met so the fact that she's in one of those relationships is perfect We've we've heard Mammy on the phone a few times. You just know out of the gate what a sweet heart she is, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I wonder what this says about me, Georgie. I must not be a sweetheart. There's <laughs> you ga- are. There's got to be some sort of dark underbelly to it's this. It's not like every sweetheart person is immediately going to find, you know, the true love, but it's... Yeah, and Mammy's got a great point. I think a lot of people, this is what she says in the stream, I think a lot of people uh, think forever love is like in the movies. It's not, right? It, and it's not. I mean, true love is, it is ups and downs and, you know, choices that you make and it's decisions and it's, uh, you know, being able to put yourself or put the other person ahead of yourself And, you know, it's just, it does take work. Um, I guess that's maybe not storybook, but it's real life. Yeah, it's maybe, maybe the way to put it, Georgie, is it's as good as it gets. I mean, the storybook thing doesn't really exist. Like this perfect, this Nirvana perfection, it doesn't exist. But 
like as Mammy says, it's like if the two of you really work at it, if there's a spark and you just keep working at it, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is. Yep. Before I lose it in the uh, in the, as the stream moves along, thank you again to our dear Amber Glow. Um, she mentions Tank's music homework, Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues. Uh, and that's a classic. I love the fact that Johnny Cash, um, you know, did a concert in a prison. That's totally money. Do you, do you know that one? I totally do. It's awesome. I was actually listening to it before you went live. Yeah. And just, you oh, know. oh, you, okay. You were up on the discord. Got it. I was yeah. like, what are the chances you were listening to that? <laughs> and I put two and two together. Um, Okay, let's see. Next letter. Dear Tony, I can't help but notice that you have a flirtatious spirit and you take great joy in innuendo and romantic subplots. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. I think it brings you great joy. I noticed that you seem to focus on one particular pepperoni. Oh, God. Mm, I, I wait, won't. Wait, wait. Is your elbow going to hit the button? <laughs> let me go on I won't name names long time listeners will know exactly who I'm talking about oh god is it that obvious uh, you don't have to answer if you don't want to but why the focus on one in particular you seem to have several ladies and I love how this person put ladies in quotes teed it up for me to say it right uh, you seem to have several ladies in your audience. Anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Oh, this is signed Smitten in Seattle. Oh, oh that's interesting. That's interesting. I like the nicknames. That's awesome. Nice to throw back to radio days. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Is that like Dear Abby-esque maybe even? I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, yeah, watch that elbow, says Mammy. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess, first of all, so do you agree, Georgie? Um, do you do you agree that I have a flirtatious spirit and I take great joy in innuendo and romantic subplots? I love the wording. I agree 100%. So, so Smitten in Seattle has nailed it, huh? Smitten in Seattle is right on the money. Yeah. And that it brings you great joy. Yeah. It it really does. But it also uh, <laughs> it also brings me I'm being totally honest. I've I've kind of uh I think I've said this on the show before. And by the way, it's getting to the point now where we do so many of these things and I have um so many interactions now. During the show, before the show, after the show, I can't remember anymore what I did on the show and what I did elsewhere. But anyway, um, it also so I do. It, it is great joy, but then also um, I'm very very conflicted. Now one one of the things I would like to point out. I hope this comes through. I don't know that it does. I mean, obviously, I I love I love. A, a lot of the lady pepperonis and the dudes too. You guys are all great friends. And I've, you know, danced around. Um, you know, we've talked about 
um, Georgie the Stunning Redhead and the and the lovely voice and uh, uh, you know Amber Glow's dimples and uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean just she fought for just her spirit when you hear her speak and all that stuff. So right. I I think kind of in a way, but I do think there there is probably um, one pe- it, one pepperoni that maybe comes to mind and we're just gonna keep it um, vague. I guess I, I don't know out of respect or something, but but one thing I'll point out is, uh, and I again I hope this comes through. I will not cross a line. Most of you guys are married, you know. So like I'm I'm there's just sort of places I won't go. Uh, but then not all. Lady pepperonis are married, and I might go a little further. Now, is it, you know, does it, is it rooted in um, actual, is it, is it, is it just because a pepperoni is, is uh, not married that I'll do this? No, I don't think so. Well, there's, um, so, okay. Amber has a, a great, uh, so Amber says she's uh, the only single one that interacts regularly with you, right? But she's also a total badass. I mean, she's awesome. And, you know, there's, plus, you know, there's some, she also enjoys, I think, uh, the flirtation. Plays along. Innuendo. Yeah. 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 It's just a good rapport that you two have built up. I know. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, I did tell her. Just, uh, I might have allegedly told her the other day, just to be safe. Like when we finally do meet, which one of these days it'll happen. You know, she might want to get get some security just to be safe. You know. <laughs> uh. Anyway, oh, Pokego is not married also. Oh, and does not have a girlfriend. Well, I'll take that in, into consideration there, Pokego. Uh, who knows? I was talking the other day, Georgie, about this path to um, the golden ticket of Discord, right? Right. If someone interacts and just is, enjoys the show and just see, we keep we keep seeing them. Um uh, They'll get a gold, golden ticket invitation to our Discord. So who knows? Uh, Pokego uh, uh, may uh, emerge to that level one day. Scotty the Rabbit Scotsman says, Smitten in Seattle would be a great name. I need a signature like that. Maybe Farting in Farmington. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Smitten in Seattle, thank you for your letter. If you have uh, dreamy brown eyes and uh, uh, and a little hint of a fiery temper, you know you might you might be in uh, contention. You never know. Okay, next letter. Hey, wait, vet, Jeff the vet author is in the stream. Hey, good, Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. How are you today, sir? Very good to see you. Oh, the Batman's in the stream too. The Batman. I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> I have gotten several of your calls, sir. 
Or madam. Okay, next letter, Georgie. Um, and it, we're at 720. Just yeah. FYI. <clears throat> Dear Tony, yeah. this time of year I start thinking about New Year's resolutions. Is that crazy to start planning this far in advance? Anyway, are you a big fan of New Year's resolutions? Any epic successes or failures in years past? You are a charming man. Oh, my gosh. Laura mm-hmm. from Dayton, Ohio. Very nice. Um, thank you, Laura. That's really nice. Um, Georgie, are you a New Year's resolution person? No, because I've always failed. That warms my heart any to resolution, hear that. Any resolution I've made, I have failed miserably. I'm really, thank you for saying that. It's good to know I'm not the only one. No, I would say at my ripe old age of 51, I learned a long time ago, uh, yeah, New Year's resolutions are not really going to work for me. I have maybe, um, <clears throat> I have maybe New Year's um, micro improvement concepts, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, maybe I ought to eat a little more lettuce this year, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. But I don't get, I'm not a big goal setter. It's just never, never been the way I'm wired. Now, I, I totally admire people that can do that. Some people are that way. Oh yeah, me too. People who have, uh, the self-control and the determination to do uh, things like that I'm always impressed by yeah um, but you know I've and I tried the you know the micro improvements and some of those have been a little successful but yeah. it's just you know it just seems like kind of an arbitrary thing I'm going to go to the gym three times a week and you know or five times a week or I'm gonna you know lose a hundred pounds this year or you know it's just some of those things like they're it's it's good to set goals but really goals should be like achievable and have incremental milestones I think to be you know to you really need to think about how you're going to do it and not just what you're going to do if that makes sense I think so I tell you what, you know, this this uh, podcast, this live stream and everything, for me, it's a really interesting study because if, if you guys knew me better, it, it, you would think it's amazing that I have so consistently done this uh, because, you know, I'm an idea person, right? I'm yeah. kind of famous for... It's like, I'll have this idea, and then two months later, ah, I'm, I'm on to some other idea, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, but here I am, 100, what is today, 176 or something like that, episode, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think, oh, it's 177. This is this is just a sign of uh, how much I enjoy this, I think. And Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you have time for one more? Uh, yeah, let's do one more. Let's see if we can squeeze it in. Dear Tony, I enjoyed your thoughts on Netflix's Squid Game, and I checked it out. Have you seen Squid Game, Georgie? I haven't. Okay. 
No spoilers. Um, I ended up binge watching the whole thing in two days. One observation. I was a little shocked at how violent it is. I'm concerned that this level of violence will somehow be normalized in our society. How did we get here? Did you have a similar reaction? This is from Liz K. So yeah, this is a great show and I can't wait for you to watch it. It's a it's a quick thing too, one season, but it's so right. it's so addictive. Uh but yeah, it is very violent, but I would say to Liz K if you think about it, is it really any more violent than a lot of stuff? It's like how long ago did uh you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre come out? I mean, what was and that 70s? People 80s? have been saying people have been saying this for years, right? The movies are too violent. It's going to be normalized. The, the video games are too violent. It's going to be normalized. And studies have shown that it doesn't actually affect. It doesn't actually have that effect on kids. I mean, it's just, I don't know. There's so much. I mean, not that there's not violence in the world, but, you know, I don't think the movies or the TV shows, the video games are going to make it you know, status quo. I don't think that that happens. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, because I, I kind of my point is, again, I think we've been steeped in violence for quite a while now. This isn't something that like we just woke up and it's like, oh my gosh, there's this uh, really violent show called Squid Game. No, no, I think the roots go way back, you know? Yeah, I do. I agree completely. Yeah. So uh, a, a Pokemon watched Squid Game and agrees that it is violence. Pokemon also says, my name, see, I was saying PokeGo, and he, and, right. he, and he says, my name sounds like Pokemon. So I'm just going to say Pokemon, whatever. That seems fair. <laughs> anyway, Georgie, we're in the final uh, dismount for, for you getting back home. I can't tell you how excited I am for you. We all love you and we've been pulling for you so much i know and i appreciate that i mean the positive energy that you guys have been sending my way i can't thank you all enough it's a beautiful thing and i honest to god georgie like there have been t times especially lately where i've i've just been uh it's like i just thought to myself i can't believe that i've actually endured this i i I've always said you're my safety net. <laughs> I've always said you're my safety net, but um, it really has been amazing. I never would have thought three months. And it's like th thing, it's been super interesting just to see how, um, you know, other, other pepperonis have emerged and it, we, we've all just, and things have progressed. I mean, the stuff that, <clears throat> Amber um, did with uh, Discord and everything. What a trooper she oh, is! Oh, it's all amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's truly a family. I know it is a family for sure, which uh, we're so lucky. And anyway, your family, Georgie, is very excited for you to uh, get back to your kitties. <laughs> and your and your Scrabble games with Danny, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, it'll be enjoyable for sure. Yeah. 
Who knew? Uh, got a lot. Of, still got a lot of work ahead of me, but uh, I'll be glad to be doing it in my home. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I got a jet. All right, Georgie, love you, dear. I love uh, I love you guys. All right, all right. Have a great day. Thanks, Tony. Bye, everybody. Bye. Love you. Oh my goodness, it's the tremendous Georgie girl. Just a small town girl. Always such a treat to have her in the live stream. Oh my goodness. So much fun. You guys, eventually I'm going to get to uh, one thing that I definitely want to talk about today are my buddies over at uh, the We Have Issues podcast. They I watched their latest episode the other day. And uh, it really kind of spoke to me. I enjoyed it, but maybe for some weird reasons, I'm going to riff a little bit on a portion of that. But before I do, let me try and get through a few more mailbags just because it overflows. Everyone, thank you for sending your letters. Anyone that wants to send into the show, we love it. It's super fun. The email address is Chicago Tony V, like vegetation uh, at uh, gmail.com. ChicagoTonyV at gmail.com. Thank you for your letters. Let's see. Uh, okay, next letter. Dear Tony, did you hear that William Shatner is going into space? This is clearly one of those lifetime uh, life imitates art situations. He's doing the Amazon spaceship called Blue Origin. Is that the... Uh, is that the one that looks like kind of like the Franken uh, Franken beans? Is it a Flying Johnson, if you know what I mean? Blue Origin. I'm kind of surprised that Richard Branson didn't get, uh, didn't think of this first. I think it's a brilliant PR move. What say you? This is from Kyle from Houston, Texas. Um, it is a brilliant PR move. Yes, these dudes trying to start up these uh, supposed private. Uh, space programs yes have captain kirk up on your ship of course i'm sure robo kitty would be an instant huge fan i know she's a huge star trek fan salty says yes it's a big phallic symbol <laughs> i'm sh- i'm sure uh shatner is totally fine with that that dude he's in his 90s now what an amazing dude i did a video on him a while back it's something like how not to be sad it was Talking about one of the Star Trek episodes that it, why or was it Star Trek? No, no, it was uh, it was that it was Columbo. He was a bad guy on a certain Columbo episode. It was so riveting. It's in my YouTube somewhere. My uh, Chicago Tony V, I think, is the name of the YouTube channel. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Now, I saw Branson's deal of going into space, and I mean. It seemed a little weird to me. Basically, it just seemed like a, it was like a very um, high altitude plane ride. I guess they did float around a little bit, right? Supposedly. But I mean, with Shatner being 90 years old, I don't want it to be a multi-day affair anyway. Is, um, is how, does anyone know how long the, uh, this blue balls flight, uh, Whatever this spaceship is called, how long is that flight supposed to be? It's 
Scotty says not to be that guy, but if something happens on that flight, millions of Trekkies are going to have a stroke. What a great point. Can you imagine? That is a risk now that I think about it. Having Shatner, having having uh, Spock fly, you know, put, put him on my, you know, uh, flying... Uh, spaceship and then he and then he keels over that would be turn into horrible pr but don't they say any press is good press even bad press i don't know anyway oh the flight is less than than an hour says salty that's good the dude's 90 i mean he is amazing he's like a god but still over 90 years old let's let's not spend hours and hours in space Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I've been listening to your podcast for a couple months now, and I really enjoy the mailbag. It's kind of funny that I'm actually writing in after listening to so many of these. Here's my situation. I have an only son who is 13 years old, and I feel like he's missing out on adventure in his childhood. He spends so much time in front of the TV, on his computer, etc. I know this seems to be normal behavior these days, but it just doesn't feel right to me. At least it doesn't feel right for him. I'm trying to think of ideas for some way to add a bit of excitement and spice to his life. He has said here and there that he wishes he had a job, but he's too young to legally do anything. Any thoughts? This is from Ben G. Uh, Thank you for your letter, Ben. And I always love... To, I respect, I mean, parents that are not just phoning it in, right? You're looking at the situation and you're just like, you know, what's best? What's best for my kid? I think there are some parents who would rather, you know, they're they're glad that there are things like television and, you know, Netflix and stuff that they can sit the kid in front of so that they can just sit there and sip Chardonnay and like go through their... Uh, Twitter feed and stuff. You, um, Ben, you you really care about your kids, so I commend you. And I do think there's this thing. I, I remember, maybe I talked about it on the show. I, I don't know. But I remember, like, last year, I was at an intersection in my city. And coming across me at the intersection, I was stopped at a light, was a busload of high schoolers. Now, when I was a kid on a bus... All bets were off. That was like Party Central, or or, or uh, it was Rolling Chaos Central, right? There was it was, there was nothing but interaction. This whole bus that drove in front of me, full of high schoolers, they all, every last one of them, were was sitting there. They had their faces in their phones. There was no interaction with each other. It was the creepiest thing I had seen in a long time. So, Ben, I think your instincts are right. I think I've said, I mean, especially if a kid says, gee, I wish I had a job, have him start a little business. He can mow lawns. He can walk dogs for the neighbors. Um, One business that I love for kids, and I've even uh, helped a kid or two set this up, a little gumball business, get gumball machines, put them in uh, pizza restaurants. And... uh, you know, another idea, I, I had a friend, he passed away, but he was a big fan of uh, 
letting his kids in on what he was thinking. Uh, so he was, uh, as a parent, he was the kind of guy who he decided, like, when he saw, uh, you know, the, the dark side, maybe, of, like, what they're, how they're engineering television to be and, uh, and all this stuff. And um, he was of the belief that what you do is you let the kid in on the secret. So he was very upfront with his, uh, I know at least his son, I remember him saying, like, hey, I think there's like something wrong. They're almost like dumbing you down. Um, and by sort of pointing this out to the kid, it got the kid to maybe um, notice things that he uh, otherwise wouldn't have noticed. I don't know. Um, I, I think having the kid start a business would be a good thing to shake him up. Uh, you can also uh, try it. Let's see, he's 13 years old. Try uh, driving 10 miles from your house and just drop him off at the curb and see if he can make his way back home. <laughs> Don't do that, actually. That's that's part of the Richard Branson story. Speaking again of Richard Branson, supposedly his mother, who was an airline stewardess, did that for him. That's in his autobiography. Gee, this is very sad music. Let's see what else we got. There we go. That's a little more up, upbeat. Anyway, Ben, you're a good dad. Um, creativity. Get on hell. Get on Reddit and just say do ask Reddit. There's a subreddit called Ask Reddit. I think. Post that question there. You'll get nine thousand answers, and some of them really, really good. Let's see. Seven thirty-eight. Happy Friday, everybody. Okay, next question. Dear Tony, I am bored. I am horribly bored. <laughs> kind of like this previous kid. Where is the meaning? I'm sick of this. My work switched to all virtual for my team in January of this year. I'm almost never around people. This sucks. I've looked around a little bit at changing to a different employer, but it looks like virtual is the new standard. I don't really know what my question would be. I'm just venting. This is from Thomas from Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Thomas. I think there's a lot of that going around. Um, people are, I mean, our lives have changed a lot over the last year and a half. I personally, this is me, I think it might have something to do with this flu deal that was going around. As a name, I can't remember what it is. Um, but uh, this is, people are, this is everywhere. Now, I don't know what life is like in Wisconsin, you know? I spend most of my time in the Philly area. But it's interesting. Some states, like Chicago, for example, I'm in touch with, of course, my family and everything. It's very much still, it's a very different feel than, uh, so that would be like a blue state. It's a different feel than some of the red states. I'm sure uh, our dear Amber down in Texas, or she's vacationing down in Florida, those are two states where life feels kind of normal. Now that doesn't mean people are working remote, but it feels normal, it's not so claustrophobic. Then a state like Illinois, from what I hear, I haven't been back in a while, but um, I hear that it's still very kind of a lockdown feeling, very claustrophobic. My buddy's over across the pond, I don't know if the great, uh, if Harry from the Gamers Watch is still in the house, but. 
Sounds very claustrophobic over there. Thomas, you got to find ways to be around people. Find ways. You got to have friends locally. Just just make um, schedule some time together. I think that would do wonders for your psyche, for your mood and everything. I think it's super important. Um, Mammy says, Thomas, I feel you. I'm a people person too, and, and I like having people around me. I don't think it'll be virtual forever. I sure hope, except for certain live streams, Mammy. Just kidding. Things will change, and you'll see people again in work and privately. That's a beautiful, positive message, Mammy, and I appreciate it. I can just hear your uh, your accent too, your voice and your accent in my head as I read that. Thomas, hang in there. Find little ways to get together with local friends a little bit here and there. Have coffee. Have each other over to your houses. A little bit goes a long way. I'm going to do one more letter. Then I'll get into we have issues. Uh, Dear Tony, my wife has been stay-at-home mom for our entire marriage, which is totally fine by me. That's the way we planned things. We have three daughters, age six, four, and two. So needless to say... Staying home is a full-time job. Here's the thing, though. She is getting bored and wants to get a job. She keeps bringing this up, which is understandable. But I've run the numbers several times, and it will actually end up costing us money for her to do this. She says she understands this, but she keeps bringing up the idea over and over. What should I do? This is Trent from New Albany, Ohio. Uh, interesting, uh, letter Trent and, uh, yeah, I feel you, you know, when I was growing up, like my, my mom never had to work, uh, but she did get bored. And I think I remember, I can remember her saying over the years, you know, she just wanted, she of course loved raising kids. I'm one of three boys, but she wanted some adult time too, right? She wanted to use her brain and that sort of thing. So she, would venture out into uh, professions from time to time. Trent, I think uh, I think you got to let your wife do this if this is something she really wants to do, if she wants to scratch this itch. And who knows, maybe you'd be surprised. Maybe she'll do very, very well. Maybe it will make sense financially. I would say even if it doesn't make sense financially, really consider letting her spread her wings. Yeah, Mammy says a bored how a spouse is an unhappy spouse. Yeah. Retrain. There's free education to be gotten online. Absolutely. I, yeah. Really, Trent, think about uh giving setting setting your wife free and just letting her explore this other side of life, you know? Even if it doesn't make financial sense. Don't don't just shut the door. Because, you know, people, some people need challenges, other challenges to kind of feel whole and to be happy. So maybe that's what's going on. All right, that's good for the mailbag. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit. I, I've talked over time about my my buddies, the kids over at the We Have Issues podcast. I, uh, I'm i big fans of theirs. They are, uh, they created a graphic novella and musical about uh, uh, one of Anthony's relationships. It's called Play It Again. 
I can't wait to physically see it. I'm super excited, and I think that's kind of going to happen any day. Um, but uh, so they came out with, uh, let's see, episode 57 of the We Have Issues, and it's always better to watch them on YouTube. Um, it's a very visual. They're they're graphics. They're they're comic book creators essentially. And so there's a very visual feel to what they do. They're good friends. I love watching their show on YouTube rather than listening via the podcast. But I just wanted to uh, kind of mention in this latest episode, Anthony was just being very open about the challenges he felt and kind of the frustrations he felt in trying to build a following. You know, they have this idea, they have this concept and it, and they have had great successes if you look from from the perspective of starting from nothing to where they are now i think it's been a great success however you know right now anthony's not looking at it and saying well we're like a viral success we've hit it big it's so i really enjoyed him just kind of being open and, and saying like i haven't cracked the code yet feels like we have something great which i i feel that way i feel i've always told them they have lightning in a bottle like they have they can go all the way with what they're doing but like it's not it's not been an overnight success necessarily or like a life-changing overnight success and uh tank should be out of mammy says man i miss tank he should i thought today he was going to be out of timeout Lord knows I might be in timeout today too. Um, we should rebroadcast to the Discord. Is that even possible? Salty, that would be cool. Um, anyway, it really made me feel good. Now I have a bunch of podcasting friends. Obviously, right now I'm recording the Chicago Tony V Show. I'm recording a podcast. That's what I do. And all of us podcasters are in some phase of what Anthony was describing. And for me as an old guy, right? I've got the early Alzheimer's. I'm an old dude. The technology doesn't come naturally to me and all that stuff. It felt so good. It felt so good to hear young Anthony, who's from my perspective, a whippersnapper. He knows 10 times as much as I'll ever know about social media. It made me feel good to hear him a little bit frustrated. So I kind of appreciated that. But, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I've talked about it a little bit on Twitter the other day. I've had a couple podcasting friends reach out and like say, I'm done. It's over. I quit, you know, which is pretty weird. Now, the, the common thing for podcasters is... It's a struggle for everyone. Now, most people doing it, they love it. I obviously, I'm so addicted. I'm having so much fun. It's naughty. It feels, it should be illegal, you know? And I can't conceive of just setting down our show. I just can't conceive of it. Um, You know, but every, but just like Anthony, you know, I'd sit around and I think, how can it be bigger? How could it be, you know? How do we build this juggernaut? How do we really take take this and go somewhere, you know? So I don't know. I feel them. 
I feel him. I feel his frustration. I think it's very common. I also wonder too. I mean, they just essentially they finished up their project, their big project. Um, and so maybe there's a little bit of okay, what's coming next? You know, maybe they're and I, my bet is they're going to get very passionate about something else. They'll pick up the ball and run with it again. And it, this is just a little blip. But there is something, this this whole, uh, whatever it is that we do, what the hell am I? I mean, I know I'm a podcaster. Am I, a, I guess you would say I'm a live streamer too. Am I a content creator? I don't know. Maybe I am. But whatever it is, there's a grind element to it, you know. So I do think there's kind of this element of people that can just, people that are marathoners with this thing as opposed to sprinters. I'm hoping that I might be a marathoner with this. I mean, 177 shows, that's pretty good. I talk a lot about the great Tim McCarthy. He's been open about sometimes what a grind it's been for him, you know, and he's come right out and been like, I'm dead dog tired, you know. So I don't know, it's a thing, but it binds us all together. But it was just for me, it was refreshing because from my perspective, I always look out at these kids. Everyone's a kid compared to me, pretty much. And I just think, oh man, if I if I had youth on my side, just think of what I could do. So it felt good for Anthony to be like, I don't get it. This is hard. <laughs> but I'm a big fan. Everyone should check out We Have Issues. Go find them on YouTube. They're they're lovely dudes. They're so much fun. Isn't it funny, Salty, how O Come All Ye Faithful always stands out in the in this playlist I have? I think that's weird. I notice it too. Like that's the about the only song that will actually sort of interrupt me, and I don't even know why. As I'm sitting here talking, it'll play in the background and I'll I'll get a little I'll stumble a little bit, which is weird. Who has some fun plans for the weekend? What are my plans? I'm going camping this weekend. I'm super excited. Dolly's excited. Amber Glow. God love you. Amber says, you can still do things. Your age shouldn't matter. Thank you, dear. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go down guns blazing. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, so... I do, and it's funny, the older I get, I'm like kind of more determined to try and do more, you know, try and push. It's weird. I As I get to this phase where I don't need to push so much, um, you know, I, maybe it's because I have little time left from my perspective. Rover Rebellion, welcome back to the show. Rover says, Tony, glad to catch you after finishing my shift. I missed your last few shows. Well, it's good to have you back, Rover. Good to have you back. Uh, uh, I uh, Pulling to our pan, <laughs> asks, how old am I? I'm 51 years old. Mammy, your girl plays basketball. That's lovely. That was my main sport as a kid. Oh, God, I loved it so much. 
Mammy says, I still haven't seen the new Bond movie. I might try to catch that this weekend. Mammy, please do. I actually watched the new Bond movie last night. I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm not going to talk about it. Please do go watch it. Because one of these days after it's been out a little bit, I do want to talk about it. Now, I never would have predicted that I would want to talk about a James Bond movie because, you know, they're, I mean, let's face it, they're kind of formulaic. You generally, you know what's going to happen when you go to a Bond movie, right? Uh, I feel like this, this latest one was a little different. So, um, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts, Mammy, after you watch it. Because I, I'm, I actually texted uh, uh, Yak because I, I figure he had watched it. So I texted him last night after I saw it because I needed to talk to someone. I was like, what's the deal with that latest Bond movie? It's a good movie. You should go see it. But it's a little bit different from most Bond movies. I'll just leave it at that. You guys, I actually have... Uh, Somewhere to be again this morning. I got to be an adult. It's a rare. I've been real busy. Some adult things popping up. So I'm going to pull the plug just a little bit early. Thank you all for a wonderful week. Um, thank you for spending your morning with me yet again. It's it's uh, an honor and a privilege. And uh, uh, I like you guys. You're such nice people. And uh, I just feel super lucky. So just thank you. I can't say thank you enough. Um, everyone have a wonderful weekend for all you VIPs. I'll see you up on the Discord and everything. And uh, be safe. And I'll see you again soon. Okay, everybody? All right. Until I see you next time, I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay. Take care.